When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going down, everybody? It's your boy, Ray G, joined, as always, by my man, Jay Rich. And we are excited because we, over here at Destination Devi, have partnered with Underdog Fantasy for the 2023 season. We will be bringing you best ball content, strategy, all types of stuff surrounding these best ball drafts over on Underdog for the entire summer, throughout the season. So we're excited to do that. Jay, we already are big proponents of Dynasty best yes. ball leagues. We are like best ball Dynasty only. So it's going to be interesting to apply some of the tools and the strategies that we have over at Destination Devi for a seasonal contest. Eight team, yes, half PPR. You know, we're used to playing in these souped up, super flex, tight end premium leagues. But I think we've got some good stuff. I mean, you've been working on some things um, behind the scene and for anybody out there that wants to get access to some of the stuff that we use the dope thing about this partnership jay is anybody that's a first-time depositor that signs up on ud um they get access to our discord and the underdog channel inside the discord where we share these tools for free for the year so if you're mm-hmm. a first-time depositor you put in 10 you use the promo code wake up you get access to the destination debbie discord and this underdog channel and some of the tools that will show off for free but just thinking about how we already kind of play fantasy football, Jay, just talk to me about how you're feeling about, you know, Max entering some of these contests this year. We're going to win that million, baby. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. There's a lot of information that we use for these dynasty leagues. And now we're taking all of that and saying, well, let's just take the age out of it. Let's just focus on the production, the wins above replacement, the players who truly win us weeks, week in and week out. And I think that's what's so amazing about underdog. You can go through the projections, you can talk about injuries, but ultimately, Ray, what are we playing for? Upside, 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 stacks, all the various things, values, ADP, and just a couple of days we've been in there pulling data, putting together information, looking at warp, looking at spike weeks, all these various terms we're going to be talking about and you'll be learning about over this course of this series and this partnership we're going to apply these to our best ball leagues, to our strategies and finding ways to really incorporate as much data as possible to help find these values. And, you know, we'll go over the chart that I made that's going to evolve over the summer as we get more and more information. But the biggest thing here will be we'll use some of these different metrics to help us identify players and distinguish between them. So we're not just looking at projections or rankings, but we're really trying to add more data behind this process to make informed decisions. And Ray, the ultimate thing for us is not to forget that diversity is still one of the biggest things for us in best ball. As much as we I love a player at ADP that will fluctuate throughout the year but we also got to remember that maybe we don't love Jamar Chase at two overall but we still have to get some of those well, stacks because you just never know what could happen with some of these best ball leagues and that's what we're going to do in this first uh, episode of this series because we're going to be doing dozens of these it's not just to tell you the players to pick but it's what what cluster of players you should be targeting. This is strategy, right? We are going to be doing uh, the big board draft, which is crazy to be doing so many you know yeah. drafts for your team before the NFL draft so early in the season. But this is great practice for Best Ball Mania, the big kahuna contest that's popping off this summer. And what we want to do is teach you what to look for, right? Nothing that we're doing is necessarily predictive, but you can't really know where you're going without looking at where you started from, where you came. So we're going to be looking at a lot of advanced data on these players, floor weeks, spike weeks, warp, um, all types of stuff, a raw score that we've created. So it's going to be a lot of strategy in how to sort of think about these players. Literally, I was having a conversation today earlier where somebody was like, man, I want to get my tight ends early. And, you know, even if I don't get Kelsey, I want to get an elite tight end. And I'm looking at the data and it's like, ah, I may not even be touching them. So we'll dive into the strategy and teach you how to put together competitive teams to be uh, a a true contender in these tournaments, Jay. So let's just let let's 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 go dive into the discord and just talk about sort of, uh, you know, this is a sheet that uh, one of our analytics guys, Dynasty Barry, put together. But it's just a scoring matrix for this format. And it's catered to our the format for these drafts, 18 you know, half PPR, start two running back, the receiver, one flex, one tight end, one quarterback, just to sort of see what you're, what we're starting with as a baseline, right? So QB1 versus QB5, 6, 7, 8, you can just see, 
you know, a top QB, right, how much uh, points per game historically they score more than QB2. And what I really like in here is the is the advanced scoring matrix. This one is the one where you can really see it, Jay. And let me make sure I'm not in the damn way. Yeah, we're good here. So if you look at this chart, Jay, what this chart is telling you is based on the scoring settings in underdog, your QBs one through four, right? So Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes are scoring 26.9 points more per game than your QB five through QB eight. And you just take this so on and so forth. So let's here's a good example right here. QB nine through 12 is scoring 5.8 points more per game than QB 13 through 16. That's not a big number, Jay. So yeah. if I'm in the draft and I'm looking at who QB nine is versus QB 15, there may be a pocket or a cluster of quarterbacks where you could save yourselves two or three rounds of draft position because the difference between, you know, QB 10 and QB 15 is less than five is less than 6%, right? You know, you yeah. see this on the opposite end of the spectrum when you're looking at the top tight ends who are 31.8 tight end one through four scoring 38 point 31.8% more points per game than tight end five through eight or as more as you go down, like, you know, you play that game where you're waiting on tight ends. If you don't have a top one through four tight end, based on scoring last year, 84% more points per game than tight end 17 through 20. So this scoring matrix, right, going into the draft, it's sort of getting us in the mind frame, Jay, of where we want to sort of focus our efforts in the draft. And we've looked at these charts a bunch of times, but these are just some of the tools and things that we have inside our Discord. And the final one, which is very... Um, very clear to see uh, warp from last year, right? Yeah. Wins above wins over replacement players on the twin. Look at the, look at the discrepancy, Jay. There's there's your tight end one versus two. How many how many more? You know how much is this player actually helping you win weeks? I mean, and then you can see where it starts to flatline out, right? There's a big drop off between Kelsey and tight end two, but then after that, Jay, it just starts to just kind of level out. So. There's no way that I'm going to reach for tight end 12 when, look at this, tight end 18 is damn near right there. So these are just some yeah. of the things that you've built into your sheet and made it a little more digestible. So let's get into the strategy of, of, of the sheet that you created. Yeah. So, I mean, Ray, we talked about this before we got on the stream is I basically created a little score. And what it does is it takes a combination of their fantasy points per game last season the warp that they that they have. So in case of Christian McCaffrey, he was 2.25, Jefferson 2.6, like you saw with the chart previously. And then looking at their spike and floor weeks that were developed by our best ball guys, Mike and Adam, that we also are incorporating into this data as well to basically highlight who are the guys that really make a difference in these, in these databases, in these pockets. And right now this is sorted by the overall raw scores, but we could easily take this and sort it by ADP and that would really highlight who are the guys that are making a difference for our teams and how are they really differentiating from these other guys. And now again, there is projection involved here and this really all circles around their projections in column U here, which is based off underdog projections. And I'm hopefully gonna find some other sources that we can bring in and then again, make that data sample even larger to have more projections and more people having their say into how these players will ultimately shake out. But I mean, there's ADP trends in here from a two day and a five day because I'm pulling the ADP every day. And then obviously we have the full ADP along with 33rd rank, 33rd team ranks and Hayden Winks's ranks. So a lot of different sources that you guys can use. And we may not give full access to this, but we're definitely going to be incorporating it with our Discord members and talking to them about it because it's clear to see here now that you see it sorted by ADP. There's players you really want in the first round because they're difference makers for your rosters. And there's guys that, you know, if things don't get any better for them, you may want to fade and have less exposure to simply because they're not really great values right now. So there's a lot of data in here and we can kind of talk about it as we go through the draft, but this is kind of how we're going to start drafting our teams. And especially if we're trying to maximize our upside, we're going to be going off of this chart mostly. And then when we want to go a bit of a different route, we can go with some different builds. Like we talk about going after Kelsey, even though he doesn't seem like the best first round play, you have to hit on more value later in the draft when you take a Kelsey. But like we saw in the warp chart, his difference is massive compared right. to everybody else. Right. And that's one of the reasons why you want to take some Kelsey builds because he is a difference maker for your roster. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Yeah, and it's just interesting how we've uh, sort of evolved this uh, this sheet over the past couple of days. And for everybody out there, Jay, this is current underdog ADP, correct? Live yeah, yeah. as it as it. Yep, it's current ADP. And we sort of put because I'm a visual learner, so I want to see what Brown 5.3 is. Like I know it's in the first round, but once you get to the 140s and the one set, I'm like, what what the hell round are we in, right? So we've got all of this stuff. And the floor and spike weeks for each position, it's like for, I know, wide receivers, It's you had a top five week for your spike week. And I believe for running backs, like a floor week is where you RB18 are better. Yeah. So just seeing the percentages of, and again, these, these, these numbers are what these players did last year, but the projections are the current underdog projections for uh, this upcoming NFL season. And again, you're, you're crazy if you're doing these drafts now, but we love it, yeah. and it's great practice, right? It's great practice for, you know, what's coming over the summer with Best Ball Mania. But like, just looking at tight end, Jay, as we wait for the lobby to fill um, right here, look at Travis Kelsey, 259 raw score, right? I mean, he's, you know, first-round, fourth pick uh, for most people, and a warp, anything above one is incredible. He was 2.31, but you just... After Travis Kelsey, Jay, as, as we're about to start this draft, like, what's our plan, man? Because I have been team wait on tight end, take a shot on one of these guys like Juwan Johnson, who his new opportunity, I don't believe, is reflected in by drafters yet right now. But there's, yeah. a, there's a chance that Derek Carr just feeds Juwan Johnson down there in New Orleans this year. So if I can find pockets of, you know, sort of late round tight ends, Jake Ferguson, if he you know, assumes the Dalton Schultz role in Dallas. He got on the field last year. Shit, you might be able to hit on you a top 12 type tight end here in the 19th, 20th round, Jay. Yeah, that's the crazy part with tight end is like you mentioned, once you get past oh, six all or right, seven. Wait, we're in oh, the we draft. Going? We're going and we have, uh, man, we're drafting out of the 11 hole, Jay. We're drafting okay. out of the 11 hole. So okay. let's go ahead and start to strategize. What's the plan of attack in this one? Let's... Get the sheet up. Look at the sheet. This is what we do. This is the process. What's the plan of attack? Drafting out I of mean, the 11 spot. Based off of what we're seeing right now, it looks like the plan would probably be Eckler, right? Uh, we've been drafting a lot of Eckler, and we've seen Eckler's ADP decline a little bit. Now, he did request a trade from the Chargers, so that is worth noting people who don't know that. But, you know, the guy is just consistent as hell. He's one of the highest guys in terms of warp on the year last year. He's one of the highest scores in term, terms of points per game. He's got a great projection, has a great balance of spike and floor week. So it's just like he could be on another team and maybe that wouldn't be great for Eckler, but it's difficult to imagine he's just going to fall off. And so for a guy with an ADP of right around 12, I think we've, we could get him at 11. That's still pretty good He's, value as far as I'm concerned. He fell to 2-4 and one I did earlier, man. So I think we're going to have a choice between like JT, Eckler, Bijan, Saquon, Garrett Wilson. So as we wait for this board to unfold, tell me. I'm, I'm going to just put him in the queue, Jay. And we actually need to load this into Underdog so we can get all our stuff auto-sorted yeah. and ranked for us. But I'm just – I'm putting a couple in here that are probably uh, going to be – in striking distance for us. So just talk to me about the running back, starting with the running back build over Garrett Wilson, CeeDee Lamb. So, I mean, you can make the case for CeeDee Lamb, but the problem for me, Ray, is he was just a little bit too inconsistent, and that was partially because of Cooper Rush. So if you do believe in CeeDee Lamb, I think he's a fine value, but you look at his projection, you look at his spike weeks, they just weren't quite there. I think they need a little bit more in Dallas. Go ahead and read that out, because I'm on the screen. So what was his... Floor weeks, uh, fifty six point two percent. So he had the lowest. He had the lowest number of spike weeks of all the first round players, right? So everyone who's projected in the first round right now, he only had eleven point eight in terms of spike weeks, but he did have a fifty six percent in terms of floor weeks. So that's still pretty good, right? That's not bad by any stretch. But you talk about the players uh, that are drafted in the first round, he's probably the one who's the most overrated of any of them. Even Jonathan Taylor had more spike weeks than him on average, and again, he only played in so many games. He played in eleven. CD played in sixteen. So. Again, it's just CD's a guy that I'm probably fading in the first round, especially based off where his ADP is right now. The biggest wild card for me, Ray, is Bijan. Is yeah. where do you draft Bijan? Because yeah, if you can get an Eckler, yeah. am I really going to take Bijan over Eckler, Bijan over Saquon? And I love Bijan, but not knowing where he's going to be, my exposure is going to be low. AJ Brown and potentially stacking with Jalen Hurts in the second. What are your thoughts there? Two high warp players. And I have not seen a build like that where, well, A.J. Brown's gone. Devontae Adams, 
is Adams. Well, Adams is gone. So it's Eckler, Bijan, Saquon, Garrett Wilson. Jay, where are we going? Where are we starting this build? I feel First like pick we for can me catch is Eckler. I feel like we can catch Eckler on Bijan's not going to be there. I think Eckler could be there at 14. Okay. If you want to run that risk. So who do you want? You want, do you want to take Bijan in the first round? Let's take Bijan. Let's start okay. with the young running back. Let's go Bijan. And I think Eckler can make it back to us. People are nervous about Eckler in a situation, man. They're nervous. So they, what's your take on Garrett Wilson now? Aaron Rodgers is going to be his quarterback. Can he be like he's ahead of Amon Ross St. Brown, which is a tough. I like him. I like him a lot. He's a great well, receiver. Jay, we but. lost Saquon and Eckler. I have not started <laughs> off with the B. John and Garrett Wilson. What's the data telling us? Uh, Garrett Wilson over C.D. Lamb. Over C.D. Lamb? No, you'd have to be a, you'd have to be projecting pretty good things for so Garrett do you Wilson. Want C- you take him over C.D. Lamb. So C.D. Lamb here is this a steal? I think C.D. Lamb would be the pick. Yeah. For right, us, CD based on our data, CD Lamb would be the pick for sure. So I would say we got to value at Lamb. Maybe we reached a little on Bijan. I feel good here, and we need to go ahead and highlight Dak because that's the stack that we need to get, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if All you right. want to stack him up for sure. The that's question is, the, who who are you stacking Bijan with? You don't need, You can't do it. You can't even play the game. We just don't know, Jay. We got 19 picks to think about a plan. So I'm going to flip back over to the underdog screen and take a look at our guy, CD Lamb. We talked about him, 1.65 warp, which is wins above over replacement player. That's pretty good, Jay. I mean, you know, it wasn't, it's not the top yeah. in, in in the sample size, but there's CD Lamb right there with uh, over Saquon Barkley, right under Stefan Diggs. So th- this is not bad, yeah. right? Underdog got him projected for 228 fantasy points per game. What is this, last season and the year before, Jay? Is that what factored in uh, points per game? Yeah, it's a bit of an aggregate between last season and the previous year, so I wanted to reward consistency a little bit there. So it does hurt CD a little bit, but like you mentioned, it's not a crazy projection to see him getting 150, even potentially even more targets. Now, that would be a bit of a stretch, but right in that 140, 150 range is definitely in the cards for CD Lamb, and I think he's got a ton of upside. We know he can score touchdowns. He's great in the red zone. So again, taking him even over, like over Waddle, over um, Garrett Wilson is pretty easy for me. Now, again, I love Garrett Wilson. He could definitely do what CeeDee Lamb does with Aaron Rodgers, but I think taking the security of CeeDee Lamb is just the better pick right now. All right, we're up in 13. What, where do you want to go? Uh, right now we've got we've got hopefully an elite running back in B. John Robinson. I don't believe he's going to be drafted to ride the pine. And then we've got no. a top-flight receiver in CeeDee Lamb. So do you? Where's where's your head at? Where's the data pointing us? We've got about 11 picks right now. Um, Higgins is off the board. Still got Henry Chubb, ETN, Chris Olave, DK Metcalf as some of the best available. What's the data saying right here? Right now, I mean, it's probably looking at the running back, just looking at who's still available. Um, I mean, obviously, the running backs are king, especially in this half PPR format. So the way you look at it now, you could easily go after a Derrick Henry. You know, Derrick Henry's a player that we're not really scared of drafting, even no. a little bit early. So you look at him and I think the crazy thing about Henry is like he's falling in drafts right now. You see his ADP is down a little bit over the five day. It's one and a half down and over the two day it's down about a about a P, one spot or so. But we still have him ranked high. And I think Ray, the crazy thing is that if he was traded, his upside goes through the roof. He's not going to get traded to a bad team. He's probably going to get traded to a contender. And I think his worst case scenario is around where he's being drafted right now and, and him staying on Tennessee. So if you do get Derrick Henry shares right now, I think it's in a pretty good spot. And then after that, you'd be looking at a down tier to Nick Chubb or Josh Jacobs. I also do like taking quarterbacks here, but if you want to go after Dak Prescott, then obviously we'll wait for him and yeah, kind of we'll where wait. he ultimately falls. But I think a running back here would probably be a good case scenario. If not taking two, I'm looking at Henry. I'm looking at Chubb. I'm looking at Jacobs, ETN. All of them are great options as far as I'm concerned. Talk to me about uh, Pollard and Ramondre. I'm just highlighting the names. Najee Harris. Like, where where should our target be here based on what we have, right? Where 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 should we be looking to uh, to go? We're six picks away. Henry's off the board. Jacobs is off the mm-hmm. board. Um, okay. So my question for you is, how do you feel about Pollard and CD, right? Because we could go for, like, a Pollard, because Zeke's okay. gone, right? Okay. We could go for a full Cowboy stack, and with I like your shirt, I can see you being a little excited about that. I like where again, you're going. Pollard is, he's a little bit lower, but again, part of that is because of what he scores. If he was scoring, like, a 15, 16, 17 points per game player, which... If he's the featured back, maybe not a bell cow in terms of touches, but if he's the featured back, he's not a terrible pick here. Now, you know, for me, 
I may go for the security of Jacobs, who he said is already off the board. ETN, I think is going to be a great value as well, but he may see a running mate by the time the season comes around. Kenneth Walker, Ray, I know you're a big fan of Kenneth Walker. Should see All these guys are gone. We got, we've got Chubb. So. We've got Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook. And uh, that's what we got. Ramondre, Najee, Dalvin Cook. So how do you feel about Dalvin if he's on Minnesota? He's not. It gonna, seems like he might not be traded. We're still waiting for that news. Feels early. It feels early to take Dalvin Cook. I, I like his Ramondre. ADP is low. You like yeah. Ramondre, so you're not worried about James Robinson. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not worried about James Robinson. Yeah, Ramondre was a .8 warp, 11.9 points per game, projection for 211. So he's solid. 50% floor weeks, which is great. Um, 18% spike. So he's, he was really good last year and I fully expect him to be good again this year. He should be the bell cow in that offense. And hopefully Bill O'Brien can scheme him open a little bit. How do you feel about Najee? You got to just give us, how do you feel about Najee this year? I don't know, Ray. It's, it's the, it's the Kenny Pickett problem. That's, that's the real problem for Najee. Well, do you want to take Pickett a tight end? Enough? We talked all that trash about tight end. I've yet to take tight end this early. Is this a spot where you take a Mark Andrews, a TJ Hawkinson knowing you probably can get a Jared Goff later on. Stack Goff with Hawk. Stack Dak no, you with CeeDee Lamb. You got to stack Cousins with Hawk. You got to stack Cousins yeah, with Hawk. Excuse me. Cousins with Cousins. Even, even better. What are your thoughts with, with Hawkinson here? We so just Andrews saw Mark went Andrews off went off the board. Hawkinson would be my pick for sure. Of any, I, of any tight end, if I was going to take one early. Right. And, and I don't even advocate it, it doing this. All right. You want to do it? I have not built sure, a team like this. I have not we built a team. We talked all that talk, the, but... And you know, let's we talked a lot of talk. So let's let's go back to the Discord really quickly because uh all right, there's Kelsey's warp, right? Can you see the warp chart, Jay? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you drop down and then there's um Andrews and Hawk there. So still a bit of an edge points per game wise over, you know, even your uh ah. Man, I just hate you. Got to you. You got to hit someone in that two to six range. After that, it's it's just a crapshoot. You got to hit yeah. someone in that two to six range. This is yeah, the first one we've done, Jay, where we've taken a tight end this early. Mm-hmm. Normally, so I'm all probably for, almost on the clock, right? Uh, no, we got sixteen picks. Normally, okay. I am all for just taking late round darts. So, Bijan, Ramondre, Ceedee Lamb, Hawkinson. I feel good about it right now. Uh, where where are we going next? Is it is it reach for Dak Prescott just to make sure you get him? I mean, that his ADP is eighty five. Jay, let's like oh, let's no. go to court. Let's court. No, that's it's way too early. Let's filter out. Let's see where our quarterbacks are going. Dak, round eight. So we got a while. Eight, I like three. Dalvin Cook if he's on the board. If Dalvin Cook is on the board, that would be what fifth five eleven or so. That's not a bad pick if he's there. Is running back the next play, or do you think? As wide receiver scarcity, we probably need to lock up one of these guys, which I'm leaning towards wide receiver with this build. Well, we get two picks, right? So it's not it's not like we have to kind of go one way or the other, which is good for us. Well, you um, see the names. So let's let's just because you know to come up quick. Like, what are your thoughts of the players on the board? Judy Pittman, London, Kirk, McLaurin, Allen, Godwin. Mm, I mean, the way I see it right now, probably highest upside for me is McLaurin. Uh, you know, I'm a big McLaurin guy, but the who is their quarterback next season yeah, is the question out. I feel like I've been asking for years. Um, how do you feel about Pittman? Judy and Pittman are pretty similar for me. I wouldn't say there's a ton difference there. McLaurin is the clear standout in terms of the raw score. Judy, Pittman, very similar. Judy is on the trade block, so he could see a better, potentially worse landing spot. Hard to say. But Pittman should have a rookie quarterback. So how do you feel about that? Pittman being the primary target with a new quarterback next season. I'd be fine with that. I mean, I think he'll, uh, you know, Pittman's proven to be really good over the course of his uh, his career so far. So he's been consistent. He's earned targets every year. Uh, you know, I don't I don't really care if it's a rookie quarterback. They've got to they've got to throw to somebody. Uh, Jerry Judy. Yeah. We're hearing all the talk about Denver trading for him. I'm with you. I like McLaurin. I just the Sam Howell, but Chris Godwin's got Baker Mayfield. We don't know where JSN yeah. is going to be. Uh, Jamison Williams is interesting, you know, as in this format, you want those, who's going to give you that boom big guys. play, you know, those boom guys, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. Godwin off the board, Pittman off the board. Talk to me about Drake London. 
I think he might be being slept on a little bit. Let's go to the data and take a look at where London was uh, last he's down, year. He's all Where's right. Jersey? He's not terrible between Christian Watson and Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is another one that, again, his ADP. He's probably he would be gone already based off his ADP um, at four two. But he's a guy that you know it's it's tough to draft Christian Kirk because I'm a big Calvin Ridley guy. You know that, Ray? I'm just massive Calvin Ridley fan, and so I'm just curious how people we're treat not Christian drafted, Kirk. We're not drafting fan high ADP. I know, yeah. but yeah. would you take Christian Kirk even in the fifth round, knowing that he's probably not the one? They brought Evan Ingram back. I don't know that. I mean, see a lot of work. He, they paid him like the one, and he's off the board, so we don't have to worry about it. We're down to McLaurin, JSN, JMO, and McLaurin's yeah. off the board. This McLaurin is a sharp was a great draft. Pick there. Sharp draft. We do have DeAndre Swift. We have J.K. Dobbins Ugh. and Damian Pierce on the board at running back. J-Mo, gone. All of our receivers off of the board, Jay. Got to mm. think quickly. Where do you want to go? I've made the last couple of picks. Talk to me. We are on the clock. So we have Mike Evans is available. Where are you at with Mike Evans, right? Because he is way down those draft boards. Way down there. But he's... It, again, it just feels like another situation where DK Metcalf, so talented, saw a ton of targets, but no one wanted them because of the quarterback. Would you be willing to take Mike Evans here? Because he's very high in the raw scores. He's up there with Terry McLaurin. He'd be a reach based off ADP. You're we'll taking Swift? We, we'll see if we can get it. You're, you're, you're giving me a full... and We got to go quick. You're giving me a full deep dive because on the situation. Uh, I, just for me, it's between it Brown out. and Evans. All right, Brown and Evans. So those would be the two guys for me. Brown and Evans are the two clear guys. I think taking a shot on Evans makes sense. Okay. It's early though, I'm but fine I think with he's it. got the the upside to really I'm pay fine off. You're not going to get him coming back around. I'm fine with that. Here's the thing: Swift can. We just need him to hit the flex spot. That's what he's going to do. We just need Swift need to hit to the play the right. Because uh, the thing is, Montgomery is rising, but he's still way down there in ADP. So you're thinking wait on Swift in taking Montgomery. Later? Kind of. Who do you think? Who do you think is the bell cow? I don't. Well, or who Swift's, do you think gets more work? Swift's never a bell cow. He's not. That's not his game. That's everyone says that, but he's an efficiency guy. He's never been a bell cow. Never will be. So as long as they use him sporadically on first and second and give him passing opportunities on third downs, he'll be he'll be what he is. All right. Mike Evans is on the board. Him or Hollywood? Not knowing who Hollywood's quarterback is, would you I rather would Mike, Mike Evans. Evans? Okay, I'm fine I'd with Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah. Let's I think it. he's got a lot of upside. Getting him way after Godwin, I think, is a great value as well. Um, don't love Baker, but I think there's worse quarterbacks like what we may see in Arizona than Baker Mayfield. I'm liking this team so far, Jay. I'm liking what we have. Let's um, let's go to the data. I need you to. We got to start building the board. You go to the data, and I'll I'll plug in the players. We've got three running backs, two receivers, one tight end, no quarterback. Dak is in queue. Uh, Nineteen picks Ooh. away. I think he needs to be. If he's available, he needs to be our pick. Um, and yeah. he's the second best quarterback, as people may look at this board, and they they may see that. And you know, it's almost it, time. It was too early to reach for him last round. It was too early to reach for him last round, Jay. So I've got Dak starred. Give me some names. I'll star him. You give me the data and why. I'll give you some names. Let's go start with running backs. So go ahead and filter our uh, sheet to running back, Jay. And I'll give you some names that are left right now and you talk to us. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is one that's so tough. Like, even the data doesn't like Aaron Jones. Okay, that's the let's keep going. Let's keep going. Damian Pierce. But if you Pierce. talk about Damian Pierce. Just tell me to star him or no. Because we were just tell me to star him or no. I'd say no for now. For I'd Aaron no Jones. For Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Yeah, he's right there with Swift. He's got more upside. Damian Pierce. <sighs> Pierce, you could. You could. All right. J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. No, I think J.K. Dobbins is too low right now. He's too low? Yeah. Like, you could take Damian okay, Pierce. Okay. Damian Pierce is okay. much, high, Isaiah is much Pacheco. higher upside. Isaiah Pacheco. No. Joe Mixon. No, we don't like Pacheco. Absolutely not. Where is he Cam, playing next season? Cam Akers. Cam Akers is interesting, actually. He's got a really good raw score, but he's a little down there in ADP, but he is one that you could start for sure. Uh, Algier? Yeah. Miles yeah, Sanders? Algier is definitely in play. Gonna, yeah. Yep, I like Miles. Now in right. Carolina. Yep. Their ADP is a little lower, so let's go receivers. So yep. switch the receivers for us. All right, yep. I'm gonna give you some names I like. Tell me if they're worth starring and thinking about here in 12 picks. Gabe Davis. 
Absolutely. Deontay Johnson. Absolutely. Traylon Burks. Not quite. Okay. Not quite. Kadarius Tony. Mm, I would say maybe. My heart we'll says start. yes. The data not quite there though because right, we'll, limited we'll sample, right? We'll star him. Jahan Dotson. Yes. Yeah, you could start Jahan Dotson for sure. Especially because <sighs> we didn't get McLaurin. All right. There's a weird cluster here of Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnston. Are we even starring rookies? Right? Are you? Are you comfortable with taking one of these rookie wide receivers now? And let me just say if this. If I took one, it would be QJ. Okay. It would be Johnson. I'll hit QJ. I think if we're playing upside, okay. Johnson is the upside receiver. Addison's probably more of a safer floor. I agree. Um, Rashad Bateman, Cortland Sutton. How's the data? What's the data talking to us here? Bateman over Sutton in terms of the data, which is also reflected in ADP. Okay. So I star Bateman. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacoby Myers, Zay Flowers, Brandon Cooks, Darnell Mooney. Any stars? Mm, you said which one, sorry? Um, Cooks, Darnell Mooney. Mooney would be a no for sure. Jacoby Myers. Not quite. Not quite okay. the threshold we're looking for here. The thing is, is that the running backs still score a little bit better than receivers, so we haven't quite mm-hmm. seen that drop off yet. All so right, you, well. You, because we got, what, two receivers now? So we're built around Lamb and Evans, which is great. Two guys that command targets. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be looking at solidifying our RB room, potentially with a guy, and then also taking a quarterback, which would be right. good there. So we try and stack up our quarterback, which would be solid. And then also factoring in, taking in another running back, and then may, potentially a receiver if we have to. But definitely the data leans the running back still. And I think, you know, okay. you look at Cam Akers on a bad team, but should run a lot. Algier, potentially a bad team, going to run a lot. Miles Sanders, take the pressure off the rookie quarterback, probably still will run a lot. So I do Jay, like pretty, the situation for all three of those guys. Pretty nervous. Dak Prescott, if he's there, we've got to take him, right? Yeah, if he's there, we definitely got to And he's there. So Dak Prescott, we got the stack organically. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott, ADP of 85. We got him at pick 83. I feel okay with that. Akers, mm-hmm. Gabe Davis, Miles Sanders, Tyler Algier, Jay. Where's the next selection? I think it's probably going to be Akers based okay. off the data. Based off the data. Talk which to me is about surprising. Akers. So Akers is, is slightly higher. He's at 185, which is pretty solid. And then you look at, it's too bad Pierce is already gone because Pierce would have been a great pick. But um, that would probably be the pick would be Akers, which I don't necessarily disagree with i think people are does a little Gabe low on Davis not feel like a steal here he does and again he's a little bit lower and the upside is there the upside is definitely and there and offense, they just released Jay, isaiah mckenzie they released isaiah, isaiah McKenzie. mckenzie they want him there i feel like Gabe, we've got three running backs i think gabe davis makes the perfect upside fit with cd lamb and mike evans jay you want to go gabe davis okay yeah, because Mike Evans is a, is a guy who's known to spike, right? Gabe Davis was a guy who had, yeah, about one or two, or I think one spike week, but the, the week he scored like three touchdowns. Right. And then he didn't hit, the problem for him was the floor, too. The floor right, was very Let's go to Gabe, da- Let me see Gabe Davis. Let me see Gabe. Let's go to receivers. Where's Gabe at? Here's Gabe down here. He's yeah. got an, yeah, I mean, but he's got an ADP of uh, 76. We got him like late 80s. Yeah. People don't you know? want him, man. People don't want Gabe Davis. They don't want him. So let's look at our roster right now, Jay. I really feel good that we were able to get Dak there. We didn't reach for Dak. It worked out well. I was nervous, but it worked out well for us. And um, how are you liking this build so far? Dak Prescott at quarterback, B. John Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson, and DeAndre Swift as our running backs. Wide receivers, CeeDee Lamb. Mike Evans, Gabe Davis, and we went with tight end early. TJ Hawkinson and Jay, I'll just tell you, having done about eight of these so far, I feel like this team, to me, visually looks the best because that tight end position is not Isaiah Likely, Kate Otten, and Jake Ferguson, as like all other eight of my teams are. How, How are you feeling about the look of this right now? I think it's pretty solid. I think the only one I would maybe want to reconsider is the Swift pick. Um, okay. Just right. again, it's but the rest okay. of them I really like. You know, the, the thing is, let's go with back to that. Let's format. look at the board. Talk talk about it for the yeah. people who may be listening on audio. I took Swift. I I, I made the executive call. Took him against Jay's yeah. advice at fifty nine. The players that went immediately after him, George Pierce Kittle would have been the pick. I think. Um, you take okay. the running back with a more secure workload, okay. probably get some passing down volume, better offense. Hopefully this year. 
it's, it's kind of where I probably would have went. But again, like you talked about with Swift, the upside is always there. It's just whether or not he ultimately hits that upside is the biggest question for Swift. But the talent has always been there. And so I think you could definitely make the case for sure. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, but we were able to fall into Dak organically at the 7-Eleven spot um, mm-hmm. to get that stack, which should be a fruitful stack in uh, CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott. Let's go look at Dak's spike in floor weeks as well. We do have this for quarterbacks. So let's just take a look at Dak. We have not looked at any of the quarterbacks. There's Dak's raw score. You know, and here's the thing, Jay. You've got Allen, Mahomes, and Hurts, top three. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. All of them are 214 and above raw score. And then the next quarterback is, uh, let me see, I think it's Burrow at 204, yeah, Burrow I believe. Yeah, but Burrow at 190. And then it's Justin Fields at 170. And then, yeah, Dak Prescott. But even there, Lamar right there with Fields. Yeah, Lamar with Fields. Where's Dak at? 142, which is in between golf and two. It's just a big cluster of... Kind of the same, but Dak gave you 90% of his weeks for floor weeks, and he had 18% spike weeks, which not bad, not great. Dak, you need to be, when I look at this, I'm like, Dak, you need to be a little bit better, right? And yeah, his warp should be a little higher too, but he had some bad games, and that's what's really hurting him is those that late season stretch where he was throwing picks left and right really hurt his warp. Yeah, otherwise, he would have been a lot higher, would have been a lot higher. Look at it just how you see the same with Watson. Look at Mahomes 100% floor week, 81.25% spike weeks. Um, yeah. let's sort this by points per game. I just want to see quarterback wise what the scoring was last year. Oh, did I sort it wrong, Jay? You sorting it or am I sorting it? I did that. Sorry. Here we go. Where the hell, Jay? Oh, there we go. There we go. Was it 24 for Mahomes? 22 for Burrow, and what, 20 for Lamar Jackson. Once per game. Okay. Dak right there, 18.8. And that's the last two seasons, right? You're on mute. Yeah, yeah, it's an aggregate over the last two seasons. So Got it's it. 70% for last season, 30% for the season before that. Just because Got of injuries, guys not playing full years and things like that, I wanted to get a slightly larger sample size for that piece. Okay. All right, well, we are uh, 13. Oh, we're almost up. Are we almost up? Yeah, two picks away. Wow. All right, Jay. Um, Kirk Cousins with TJ Hawkinson? Man, I thought about that. I know I, you I really did. did. I'm like, I know it's it sounds crazy, but like you look at these quarterbacks, and Kirk is one of the best ones of all of them. And it's But again, the problem is, Ray, is like, does it make sense? He still was a 30% spike week player, 68% floor week, like, he was basically as good as Trevor Lawrence in terms of spikes and floors. Points per game was. Yeah, we got to do it, man. You got to give me an option. You got to give me an option. You 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 ate up the thirty seconds, and you got to give me an option if we didn't go there. So we got running backs and receivers. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Come on. What's I kind of like Juju, even though Juju doesn't score overly well. Like this is a time where I'm like, no one's on Juju at all. No one likes him. TikTok guy doesn't want like. I get why people don't want him. He's gone. But All right. he was paid to he's, be the one. Oh, he's gone? He's off the board. He's off the board. Oh, we man. got Mooney, B-Rob, Moore. That's what I'm saying. You got to be You gotta be quick. You got to... Rashad Penny? Is it too early to reach for Penny? He won't come no, back man. to us. Brandy, Penny's rocketing up. Where, where is he... Where, where are we at right now in terms of picks? Do you know? We're at the, the 10-2. Because he's up... I think last time I checked, he was up 40 slots. He was drafted in like the 170s. Now he's drafted at ADP at 128, I believe, was the last time, or 124. I took him. I took him. I, I took you him. You got to take him. I, I mean, yeah. it, we, our pick was two picks ago. I took him. It's moving yeah. fast, Jay. It's moving fast. All right, Jay. We, uh, we've got two quarterbacks. We've got four running backs, three receivers, and a tight end. Let's build out our, our targets. What position do you think we should be going for next? It's got to be receiver at this point. The running backs are getting so thin. Uh, we can and target some later in the drafts. And we got yeah. four I right think we're now. set just about there. All right. I'm going to call some names out. Uh, go ahead and filter our uh, filter our doctor receivers. Uh, don't want to get caught slipping like last time. So we've got uh, Josh Palmer. We have Alan Lazard, Sky Moore, OBJ, Romeo Dobbs, Isaiah Hodgins. 
I'm just starring all of these, Jay. Wandell Robinson, Tyler Boyd, Zay Jones. How do we need to prioritize some of the names that I just – if we're going receiver, we got about 10 picks. we got Palmer and with Herbert, Lazard with uh, hopefully Aaron Rodgers soon, Sky Moore, yeah. OBJ, Isaiah Hodgins, Boyd, Zay Jones, Josh Downs. What are we doing? Yeah, they're all in a similar cluster, right? They're guys that are fine. I think Zay Jones is an interesting one because the targets will be there. And so he would probably be one I'd be targeting. Is Jalen Hyatt still available? No. I still like the upside of Hyatt. So he's already gone. He's gone. Right. OBJ. How do you feel about OBJ? He's not one I'm know. really in. Sky Moore is okay. Um, what about Palmer? Rashid Shahid. Palmer's Rashid, fine. He's probably, he's probably one on of the number one targets. I, I do have Zay over Palmer. Okay. But Shahid does score very well for me. Uh, he's a 134. He's actually ahead of Palmer, but still behind Zay Jones in terms of how we'd rank them. So okay. it's it's close. He's a little bit further down ADP. And he then is. Elijah Moore is gone or he's still available? Uh, Moore looks to be looks like gone. He's... We've got okay. Terrace Marshall. I know it's probably too mm-hmm. early for him, but I'm throwing him on there. Alec Pierce. Rondell Moore, Pierce is okay. Isaiah Hodgins. He's still a little further. He's still further down. Yeah, I think that three is probably the three that we target. Is Tyler, Tyler Boyd is gone? He Tyler Boyd just too. went. He went so a So you'd be while looking ago. at Zay Jones, jo- Josh Palmer... Mm-hmm. or potentially Lazard. Lazard is also an option, but I probably wouldn't go there. I'd probably stick with Zay, Palmer, or Shahid if you want to reach a little bit. Wow. Or the second pick could be Shahid. Shahid. Yeah. Doesn't it feel a little early? You believe in that Shahid uh, magic? I do have a need for Shahid. You know that. <laughs> uh, he's he's I He had, didn't have a ton of spike weeks, but still 27% floor weeks, which is not so bad. Zay... Would have been much better in that regard. He did have a couple spike weeks, but again, twenty six percent floor, so actually lower. Well, we're gonna get Palmer or so Zay Jones. Close. We're gonna get one of Palmer or Zay Jones, and uh, mm-hmm. both are on the board. Jay, we might be able to walk away with Zay and Palmer. Do you think Zay is the selection right here for our build? First selection would be Zay. Yes. All right. The we're only fear up. for me is target comp, but I still love the talent. Yeah. All right. Right. Zay target Jones. comp is gonna be huge. It is with with Ridley and Kirk and Evan Ingram and Travis Etienne, yeah. Um, yeah. which makes me a little fearful for Etienne's receiving upside this year. Um, mm-hmm. But we're already in the twelfth round. This draft is going by pretty quick, Jay. I mean, it's not it's not taking much at all. I'm sure as we get to about the fifteenth of the slowdown. So Josh Palmer's off the board. Um, okay. We've got Shahid, Sky Moore, Isaiah Hodgins. I know you like Shahid, so. I've made a couple executive calls. If you want to reach for Rashid Shahid right here, um, we can do it. He would be my pick. He would be my pick for sure. Of all the players that have the most upside, he's probably the one. Um, Talk again, to me about the spike in floor weeks. So this the problem for him is he didn't play a ton. So he's only 27% for the floor weeks, zero spike weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when he did have his big game in Arizona, he still didn't quite hit it. But I'm really excited for him with Derek Carr. And that's why I think people should be looking at him because I like Palmer, but even when Keenan Allen wasn't available, he didn't always show out. Sometimes it was DeAndre Carter. Mike Williams is still there and Keenan Allen is still on the roster, right? So we'll see what happens in terms of those guys. But for me, at least the way I look at it, it's really just a question of if you want to take OBJ and I don't know if I want to take OBJ. We've, ar- right? we've already rising up. We made He's, the pick. Two already picks. Gone? We, we made yeah. Shahid pick two yeah, picks ago, Jack. Two picks so ago. Would, would you take Odell in these drafts right now, not knowing where he's playing? It's tough for me, man. Um, like, he's know? right around there with Sky Moore, Romeo Dobbs. Like, I, Isaiah Hodgins is probably one I couldn't take OBJ over because I do like Hodgins as well. I think he'll be good this year. Gallup, if we wanted to take Gallup, Ugh, he's, he's gone. One. He's gone. Right? He's like, gone. He's yeah. in that. That's the range that Odell's in. And I just, I don't like it. I'd probably rather just go another direction. I'm going to give you some running backs. There's some good rookie uh, rookie options here at running back. Uh, we've got Devon A-Chain. We've got Antonio Gibson, Deontay Foreman, uh, Sean Tucker, Samaje P. Ryan, Damian Harris, Tajay Spears, Raheem Mostert, Roshan Johnson, Tank Bigsby. Is Char- you said Charbonnet is still there? No, no Charbonnet, no. no. So then our next running back would be Tajay Spears, probably. Of all, so of them. Spears. Would you take A Chain over Spears? No, not right I now. Wouldn't. I'd probably take Spears over A Chain. Yeah. What about Deonta Foreman in Chicago? I don't mind it. I, I don't mind, mind it either. What about Antonio Gibson? How we how the how's the data looking on old Gibby? <laughs> 
you know the data doesn't like Antonio Gibson, unfortunately. It's it's not terrible for Gibson, but uh, it could be a little bit better as far as I'm concerned. But he's it's he's so tough, man, because like the data does doesn't hate him, but he could definitely be better, right? You just look at where he's ranked, and it's it's fine for Gibson. I just I don't trust the guy. I don't think he's gonna get the work. I would rather bet on a rookie like Atasha Spears. Because if he gets any workload at all, he's probably going to be pretty good. All right. We do not really need to dive into tight end, Jay, honestly, until probably like no. the 18th or 19th round. We're going to target Jake Ferguson. Yep. I and- was just going <laughs> to, I'm just highlighting Jake Ferguson. And um, yeah. we need another one. We need another upside kind of tight end. But I just wanted to star Jake Ferguson to get him on our list. And interesting enough, Deontay Foreman already comes off the board. So. Receiver-wise, we still have Romeo Dobbs, Terrace Marshall, Alec Pierce, Tonio Gibson, Tajay Spears, and Roshan Johnson. Uh, Dobbs just went, so there's that. Let's take a look at yeah, the running backs I think the question again. for me would be between Gibson and Spears, if I was looking at running backs. I think that's kind of where my head's at. As but is that not where we're going for works? our build? That's not where we're going? I you said so. if we were looking for running backs. We've got two quarterbacks, four running backs, five receivers, and a tight end. What position do we need to target next, Jay? For me, it could be a running back. It just I don't know how much Re- I love Gibson. What do you want to target? Receiver? I would target Spears. Okay. If it's if it's not a receiver, it would be Spears. So okay, there so you see. It, is that Khalil Shakur is there? Let, let's go to receiver. Or let's go Michael to receiver. Because you keep saying if you were to target. So you think we should target receiver, right? You could target a receiver, yeah. We could target a receiver. I think we go either way. It just depends on how you feel about the board and, and what kind of build you want to achieve. Like all these guys are the same type of guy now. Right, you're looking at guys. You know, you mentioned. I think Michael Gallup was at the top of that list last time I looked. He's fine, right? Wandell Robinson. I don't really want to draft him. Curtis Samuel, not a huge fan there. I think if you were to take a guy with the most upside, it would probably be Tajay Spears over Antonio Gibson. I would, yeah, I would make the bet that Spears will be better than Gibson this season. And what about Terrace Marshall here? Terrace Marshall's a little bit lower down that list. Michael um, Gallup. I would take. Gallup, we can make the case for because he's a cowboy. But we already have CD. Uh, it's not. We, we got one. I don't want to. Doing a double stack isn't terrible. I would go, take Tajay. We can go Tajay then. We'll go Tajay Spears. So now we've got five running backs. And I feel, you know, you look at the, the teams that won uh, BBM3 last year. I think five running back was the uh, optimal sort optimal, of. Uh, yeah. I think so. We'll, we'll go back and, and take a look at that in a second. Um, so we're here. We got a second pick. We got two running backs, five, two quarterbacks, five running backs, five receivers, and a tight end. Jay, what do you think? We got DJ Chark, so Michael DJ Gallup, Terrace. Okay. Terrace is low. way down there. You'd be going yeah. based off the data. You'd be taking Shark or Gallup of the two, unless you wanted to take. Oh, Gibson went, so you're not taking Gibson there. And after that, it was a pretty big drop off at running back. Uh, you yeah. got to go a little bit further down to to see those guys. Um, Does Gallup taking Gallup makes sense? There's going to be weeks where you're just getting a zero because you got CD and Gallup. So, I mean, look at the floor we have. Gallup's now. gone. Have He's CD. gone. He's okay. gone. So we've got Chark. Okay. We've got Marshall. I don't. I don't mind Chark. I don't. Marshall's just such a projection. That's the problem. Yeah. He's such a projection, and Shark doesn't have a home yet, but. I mean, he looked pretty good him. when he was healthy last season, so I kind of like him if there. If you say the data, I mean, Marshall is a projection, right? I mean, you are projecting um, that he's going to assume to that number one role. You know? Dylan, MVS, Tyquan Thornton, yikes. That's that's yeah. the projection. So let's just read off for people who aren't watching, Jay, um, anyone that may be listening. Our quarterback room, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Running backs, Bijan Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson, DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Tajay Spears, receivers, CeeDee Lamb, Mike Evans, Gabe Davis, Zay Jones, Rashid Shaheed, DJ Chark, and our tight end is TJ Hawkinson. Feels good, Jay. It's a good balanced roster, yeah. I think we got nice. some great ceilings from our running backs. A lot of guys who should see a ton of work. And I'm, I think the volume of Penny is interesting, right? I'm curious how he ultimately falls in some of these drafts. Because playing on the Eagles, the upside is tremendous for him. Um, but do you want to hammer out a few more receivers before we start targeting some of those tight ends late? Yeah, I agree. Yep, I'm, I'm with you. I think we need to 
we need to we need to dive into the data and tell me if there are any you know any analytical bets you want to make right now. I'm just going to call out some names, Jay, and you could start looking them up. Terrace Marshall, MVS, Tim Patrick, Nico Collins, Khalil Shakir, Paris Campbell. Khalil Shakir is one I would want to target. McCall Hardman. Now we've already got Gabe Davis. We've already got Gabe Davis and we kind of made that. Does that, does that, does that scare you though? I'm asking. Does that scare you? Cause, cause the problem with Shakir is that if he does assume that role, Mm-hmm. For the Bills in that slot role, and it was the role we wanted McKenzie to have. And That's he right. Sort of had it. Sort of was injured. Sort of wasn't very good. It's been a hundred target role, and I think that you know maybe from a build perspective it doesn't make sense. But I don't know if we should pass on a guy who could see a hundred targets in that system on a great offense for a terrorist. Can I just Marshall, say, can I just for a free agent? Well, hold Nico on, hold Hardman. on. Can I just say? The same case you're making for Shakir's projection, just like you're you're saying you're anti-Marshall. Like it's a lot mm. of projection. What if Marshall's the one in Carolina? There's no chance Khalil Shakir is going to be the one or two probably in Buffalo, or at least big play threat. So I'm not anti-Khalil, but you can't. What's good for the goose is also good for the gander there. So I think they're one and the same, Jay. And the ADP is a little. I mean, it's. Are we going to bet spots. on the bad offense, though? Or like, I think I to your point, you. they could see similar target shares, but drastically different in terms of offensive yeah. firepower. I'll let right? you. Like I'll I'm, let you make the pick. But so, who would you take? Any, are there? We've got Tim Patrick, Nico Collins, MVS. Talk to me about those three. I would rather bet on Nico Collins than Terrace Marshall. Okay. And that's kind of where where I think I see the difference here is that I like Nico. I think he could be the one on a better offense, and that's why I'd probably roll with Nico there. The data is very similar for all these guys. Uh, it does like Shakir the best of the ones we're talking about right now. Unless you were to go after Curtis Samuel, I'm not sure if he's available right now. He's a nope. little bit higher nope. in ADP. I'm, it looks I'm like. giving I'm giving you the best ones yeah. available. Yeah. So, so based off what I'm seeing on on our sheet, Shakir would probably be the number one option of everyone available here. Unless you were looking wow. at Cordero Patterson, who is pretty high, but he's also a running back and does yeah. rush a lot. So you've got a slightly higher floor, and we're not expecting the same thing from him this season. But again, he's in the 16th round at 16-8, and I think believe Shakir is 16-5, so he's in a very similar spot. So we'd be reaching a little bit, and it's funny because I wanted Marshall in the last round, and he's still here, Jay, in the 15th. He's still here. And yeah, he just he's, goes. He's drafted he just 15-8. went. He just went. He just went. So let me ask you. Nico or Shakir? I think if we go Nico, if we wanted both, I think the bet to make is take Nico, knowing that Shakir will probably be there at sixteen two. What do you think? Is that a, is that a cool gamble? Yeah, I mean Nico's got a higher ADP, so yeah, I would probably take that bet and go with Nico first, and then hope that Shakir comes back. But Let's the problem see. with with Shakir is that his ADP is going up, right? It's it's just starting to adjust now. To where people were like, oh yeah, Khalil Shakur is going to be the wide receiver three for okay. Buffalo. Well, let's see. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. We've got seven receivers right now. Two quarterbacks, five running backs, seven receivers and a tight end. We just selected Nico Collins at the 15-11 spot, Jay. So um, fingers crossed that we can grab. And there's no fear of having Gabe Davis and Khalil Shakur, is there? I'm not, no. I think they could boom similar weeks. I think, you know, you're just having good players on a good offense, and if they don't boom every week, then that's fine. But hopefully we get someone on Buffalo when it's not Stephon Diggs, and that's probably going to be advantageous for us and our lineups, right? All right. It's done. The deed is done. We got Nico Collins and Khalil Shakir in the 15-11 uh, and 16-2. So we've got four picks left, Jay, and... You know, I, I don't want to miss out on the Dallas triple stack, but even still, it's still early. Like, we don't even have to take McBride now, which is great. Let's just talk about, we talked about the strategy of waiting on tight end, right? And we talked yeah. about that. We highlighted that here on this warp chart in our, our Discord, just looking at wins above replacement and how n- inconsequential they are. Yellow line is for the, uh, for the tight end position. They're all just kind of like the same. Right. They're all just kind of the same. So I just want to show you what is on the board at this point, which, Jay, I'm all right taking a shot on them there. I've got multiple of these players on multiple teams. Trey McBride, probably the one in Arizona, is the number one tight end in Arizona. Isaiah Likely, with the coaching change in Todd Munkin to Baltimore, who has historically used two tight ends everywhere he's been. Noah Fant. 
Hunter Henry, Hayden Hurst, who just got a job in Carolina, Tyler Conklin getting a quarterback upgrade in Aaron Rodgers, Darnell Washington, Jelani Woods, Jake Ferguson, Cade uh, Otten should be the starting tight end. They released Cameron Brait, Foster Moreau. Yeah. Jay, like, if you don't get one of the top tight ends, go back to your data sheet. Look at the, th- I'm, I'm here looking at it. Talk, like, why not just take a bet on one of those guys getting a little bit better this year? Look at Likely, 95.1 raw score. He can't just be Dawson Knox. Is that an unrealistic expectation that Isaiah Likely could just be jo- Dawson Knox this year? And I got him how many rounds cheaper, three, four rounds cheaper potentially than Dawson Knox? Yeah, I mean, he definitely could. And that's that's what makes taking shots on these tight ends so interesting, right? Like Hunter Henry is one that you got to take a shot on. And and even with Mike Gesicki being there, I think taking shots at both patch tight ends is definitely worth it. You talked about Juwan Johnson. I still don't dislike Noah Fant. I don't think I can I uh, escape the Debbie darling that is Noah Fant and, and all the upside and promise, his RAS score, all that stuff in that Seattle system. It may not be the best system for him. You talked about Ferguson. I think you take a shot on all these guys. I mean, I still like Dolchich a lot. I think he could be one of the better I think options. he's off he's got the a board, much higher though. ADP. Oh, yeah, he's got a much higher ADP. But he's a guy that, you know, 12th round ADP, don't hate it. But at late, there's so many guys. I think you have to just diversify a little bit. I think that McBride, like you mentioned, probably off the board by now, 164 ADP. No, I think he's he, still he on the be, board. He's he still could on be the one board. who's really good. Yeah, his ADP is much higher than, than it is right now. And again, Arizona's going to be bad. And it's kind of why we faded... Marquise Brown a little bit for another option, but if he's the number two guy when Hopkins gets traded, it's not terrible. A lot of people fading tight end in this draft. Jay, do you want to um, grab a, I think we need a sixth running back. I don't think we're going to take another quarterback, are we? We're just rolling with Dak and Kirk. Maybe Will Levis late. Depends on who's there. Depends on who's there. You want to look at quarterback? We got Levis, Tannehill, Mayfield. Would you want to go Baker to stack with Mike Evans here? For the triple stack. It feels a little early Honestly, for Baker. But star him. Okay, I, I'll star I, I don't hate it. Because again, this okay. is a team that probably won't be very good. And so yeah. Baker's going to be slinging it around, even if he's bad he, most of the time. Every now here's and what then, we can he do. Here's hit, what we can do. starting lineup. Here's what we could do, Jay. We designate Baker for like our 18th round pick or ninth. Probably got to get him in what? The 19th? No one will take him, right? Did, did He went. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he went. He, he might get drafted. Because what I, was think, what, I was thinking, what I was thinking was grabbing Baker and then getting Kate on with the last pick, and then you've just organically gotten the triple stack. Son I mean, we of can a take gun. Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask, is, is he, is he no, our last we're not pick? Ta- no, we're not going to take Trask. Um, all right, we're about to pick Tannehill. I don't know, man. Jalen Warren. I take- like Jalen Warren, man. Jalen Warren is good. Jalen Warren is good. I like Jalen Warren, Jay. I like him better than Izzy Abanacanda right now. Really? What if Izzy Dude. gets a chance shot to start, though? It's a lot of what-ifs pre-draft. I know Jalen Warren is going to be involved in that offense. He's like their Austin Eckler. Yeah, it's a little... Austin Eckler's a little bold, but... You know, All right, like you get the next pick. Swift, right? I, I got, I got, I got Jalen Warren. And look at the okay. ADP, 190, and we got him at 203. I think that was a... That's a great pick right there. That's a great pick in best. So ball. who 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 are my options here? We're in what the 18th round. McCall, McCall Hardman, Jake Ferguson. Okay. Do you want to get Jake Ferguson and just lock him up here in the 18th? It's a little. It's a round early, but do you want to? We're just not going to get him coming back. Yeah, get him. Yeah, get him. For sure. We've only got one tight end. Yeah, get him for sure. And we can we can pick our last dart throw in a second. And you want to take him over likely over Fant? Yeah. Yep. I'm not worried about this. I'm not worried about the upside. It's the stack, right? You, yeah. When you have a tight end, regardless of how you feel about them, and it's not a crazy reach, it's a little bit, but there's no reason for us to not stack our tight end with our quarterback when we have the quarterback already. Because if if he hits and he does well, that's better for us because it's going to be good for our quarterback because our quarterback will that's be true. throwing him the ball and he'll be scoring points for us. So feels even though it seems like a bit of a reach, feels like a little bit of a, a reach, pick. but. If he is the starting tight end for Dallas, Jay. Um, it's worth it to get that stat. Which he played last year and was involved all last year. So we reached a couple of rounds, but we had 20 picks. And mm-hmm. I did that would have pushed right up on his ADP. I mean, we got him at 206. You add 20 picks to that, Jay. We're at 226 now. So 
yeah. there's a chance that we might not even have gotten them. So I, I like the conviction to just say, you know what, Ray, just just lock it up. Don't even play around, right? Yeah. So who? All right, Jay, where we at, man? Where we at? So, we are. We've got two picks left, and we we get to close it out here. So we're coming up. Look at this. We did we did some strategy talk, and we're getting this done in under an hour. Let's go. So would you want to take a shot on Albert O late? Well, talk to me about are you, Albert. Are o. you a Greg? Are you a Greg Dolchich guy? Because Albert O has a better RAS score. He's much more athletic. He didn't get any opportunity last I'm year. Not di- I'm not playing. I'm not playing dynasty though. I just. I just. I want, Last I want guys round who, pick tight end dart throw again. It's just we, we here's can tight end. We only got two, here's, right? Well, here's my thing with tight end. I would rather take the one that I feel like Hunter Henry's going to be a starter. Tyler Conklin's a starter. Uh, Kate Otten probably the starter for Tampa Bay. Foster Moreau, free agent, probably going to be signed to be the starter. I just don't want to take the backup backup tight end with the last pick. Like if it were dynasty and I'm playing for like next year, like sure, but. I don't think I think that's a wasted pick in this format on Alberto. So how do you feel about a Dwayne McBride? Who's actually he's probably gone by now. Is is he gone as well? A Banacanda. Banacanda's here. McBride is here. Michael Carter, okay. Josh Kelly. Oh, Josh that's, Kelly's interesting. Isaiah Josh Spiller. Interesting. Who are you going to choose between Isaiah Spiller and, and Josh Kelly? If Eckler is gone, which we don't know if he's gone. We don't know. If even he's if gone. He's, even if he's not, I mean. I mean, if he's not, then they're going to get no no work, right? Maybe a goal line here or there. But. Yeah. So you like Izzy. Izzy is still there. We're 10 picks away. Conklin just came off of the board. Hunter Henry is still on the board. And Hunter Henry guy. Well, I mean, they let go of John o. Smith. Yeah, but they brought in Gesicki, at- though. To play the slot, he's the second playing in line anyway. He's a slot receiver. Hunter Henry's gone anyway. I think someone took him. No, he's still so there. would you take Gesicki? Is Gesicki still there? No, he's gone. Ah, I think we need one. We do need see. one more tight end with one of these last two picks. Daniel so, Bellinger, fallen no. soldier. Darren Waller killed his ADP. We'll go Laporta. We'll highlight your Alberto. At Darnell Washington, rookie. So, rookies are tough. I know. Tough. I, I don't like taking rookie tight ends at all, Jay. I just I don't like taking them at all. Not at all. But of these uh, tight ends left, we got to take one of them. We're up in five picks. We got Henry, Otten, Moreau, Washington, Alberto. And Washington is gone. So Henry, Otten, Moreau. You're going to take the most unsexy pick in Hunter Henry, aren't we? <laughs> Just the most unsexy pick in Hunter We're trying Henry. To get, look at that. Sam Laporta? You're taking Sam Laporta over Hunter Henry? No way. No, can't you do can't do that. Can't do that. Yeah, this can't might be a, this might be a, uh, if we can get Henry here as the starting tight end with Mac Jones, who there's already rapport, this could be, and he goes, he goes off the board. No way. Oh, right before a sniped in the heart. So who are you taking, Ray? Are you going to take Foster Moreau and his no roster? Or do you no want to take home? Kate Otten? Kate Otten you can take or Kate You can take Kate Otten. Take Otten? Right. He'll, he'll probably get some volume, which is fine. All right, we grabbed Just Kate Otten as our third tight end, and we're up in two picks. Did you want to go Abanacanda? Last quarterback? They're all gross. I mean, what do you want to do there? Is there no, no, one, no one to take there? Cole McCoy, yeah, no, there's legit nobody there. Ty- Taylor Heineke, Tyler Huntley, Jacoby Brissett. Taylor Heineke wouldn't be bad if we had some Falcons. But yeah, we don't have any Falcons. Yeah, so it's kind of a wasted pick. Huntley at Baltimore. Uh, or do you want to go Abanacanda or Foster Moreau? You want to take some Izzy? We're up. It's the final I'm pick. Izzy. I like Izzy. I All like right. the upside, man. Final the upside's pick. there. Izzy Abanacanda. There it is, Jay. We have our squad. This is the first one. We're going to be doing all of these. We will be max entering Best Ball Mania over the summer. We're going to probably try to get in 50 of these pre-draft ones. This is really good practice for uh, Best Ball Mania, Jay. So you want to just take a look at our uh, look at our squad, see who we got? Yeah, how do you? I mean, I just love the Kirk Dak stack, Ray. Just having both those guys, it just like as it long too. as none of them get hurt, it feels like one week, they're, one of them's going off, right? Like Kirk just... Too. He was very consistent. Dak, 
Again, he was hurt a bit last year, but should be very consistent. We have stacks with both quarterbacks, which is great, right? So no matter what, whether it's Hawk, I mean, we didn't get Jefferson, unfortunately, but yeah, not everyone okay. can, has it's a shot okay. at Jefferson, but getting TJ Hawkinson with Cousins, getting CeeDee Lamb with Dak, I think the construction's pretty good. We have solid running backs. I think the receivers could be a little stronger. We need to you know, dive into the research a little bit more, find out who those optimal targets are. But I do love having Mike Evans as kind of my, our second wide receiver because I think there is a great target floor there. Now, we'll see about the production, but I don't want to completely shy away from players on bad, bad offenses because there still will be some value to be had there. And if they're going to continue to fall in some of these drafts, I definitely be willing to take a shot on a few of them for sure. All right, so our final build uh, consisted, for those of you listening, of two quarterbacks, seven running backs, eight receivers, and three tight ends. Our quarterbacks are Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins. Our running backs, Bijan Robinson, Ramondre Stevenson, DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Tajay Spears, Jalen Warren, and Israel Abanikanda. Our wide receivers are CeeDee Lamb, Mike Evans, Gabe Davis, Zay Jones, Rashid Shahid. DJ Chark, Nico Collins, and Khalil Shakir. I like this team, Jay. And our tight ends are TJ Hawkinson, Jake Ferguson, and Cade Otten. Again, it's a 2783 build. First pick was Bijan. We double tapped that uh, with CD Lamb. So, Jay, I like this squad that we have. And, um, you know, it was interesting going back and forth with, with the sheet. We need to get our data loaded into Underdog, make it a lot easier. Yeah. Trying to find easier. where these guys are in these lists. Oh, yeah. It's tough. Next to impossible. It's Next tough. to impossible. But. All right. Good stuff. We well, appreciate y'all tapping in. We wanted to talk some strategy. Um, we'll be doing these literally from now to the beginning of the season. So if you're new to Underdog Fantasy, uh, use the promo code WAKEUP for an instant deposit match up to $100 if you're a first-time depositor. And with that, you deposit $100. Of course, you're going to get access to the Destination Devi Discord. We've got tools. The sheet that we worked off of, we will be disseminating information as we get it funneling it to you all because we want somebody from our community jay to take down these contests yes, so we appreciate you all tapping in if this you appreciated the video you like the conversation the strategy hit that thumbs up button like and subscribe to the content we appreciate y'all we'll see y'all real soon we out of this thing the fantasy football season has come to an end but this is the perfect time to take your sports viewing experience to the next level epson just hook your boy up with this new epic vision ultra ls 800 laser projector including their optional 120 inch silver flex screen and i'm telling you right now this is an absolute game changer with an epic 120 inch picture it's twice the size of an 85 inch tv i should know I had one of those in my old setup and y'all know I love scouting prospects for the NFL draft and with that 4k pro UHD picture this big it can take the way that I evaluate prospect game film to a level never seen before to learn more visit epson.com forward slash wake up again that's epson.com forward slash wake up and like epson says bring the sportsbook experience home